Welcome to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And on tonight's podcast, we're going to look at the World Juniors. We're going to go back and do uh, just a tip. We got hot in the slot, hit the showers. We got wet puck or dry stick. We got a little something from Eddie Belfour. We have a tip of the week. But to kick it off, we have a big announcement. Should we just do the big announcement right off the bat? I think got, we should, right? Got to let the cat out of the bag right away, brother. Since, let the cat since, out of the bag. since you usually start with follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, all that, kind of skipping that this time because the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast is moving. We are moving to Sick Media. And we're going to be joining Sick Media and we're going to be the Sick Media podcast. Leafs talk with Chad and Dale. So the tip in's kind of retiring, but it's still Chad and Dale. It's still the same show. Everything's staying the same. We're still going to have all great segments. We're still going to do all the fun stuff. We're just going to sick media, someone working behind the scenes with us to push the show and make it a little bigger, a little better, a little stronger. That's what she said. That's what she said. Look, man, that's it. The cat's out of the bag. We are... This is the final episode of the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. It's very bittersweet because Chad and I, you know, both love the Tip in. We've been doing this show for the last four years. We love good, a good tip. Yeah, we love a good tip. Like, it's been really fun at times. And at other times, it's been like just banging your head against the wall because of watching this fucking team fail year after year after year. So we thought. We had an opportunity come our way, right, Chad? And we thought, you know what? That's exactly we, right. We could keep doing the tip-in and all that, but really we're losing the name and we're losing our logo. We're joining a media company where we're going to have a lot of help behind the scenes as far as booking guests and trying to grow the show a lot bigger than we've been able to grow it or I guess how we how we would have liked to have seen it go. We we've had a steady fan base and we have grown year after I mean, year. Bottom line is we're a little lazy. Well, it's, we need help. It's not just that. Like we're a two man operation. We have been that since day one, right? So we had we had some opportunities come up in the past that we turned down because we didn't feel like it was the right call. We had something come up this time that we thought, you know what? Why don't we take why don't we take a look at this? Why don't we give this a go and see if we can we can turn this podcast into something a little larger than what we've been able to just on our own? That's that's basically the gist of it, right? Yeah, that's basically the gist of it. So I'm going to turn the comments on here. Yeah, man. Uh, Adam wants to know so some questions. Will the audio podcast be on the same feed? Congrats on getting the other channel. Smart move on their part. Thank you, Adam. It will not be on the same feed, so this feed no. will be the, this will be the last episode on that on that feed, and then you'll just have to search for the Sick Podcast Leafs Talk. Find that that'll start in September. We'll start banging out those episodes, and we we will have new socials across the board. So we'll have a new Facebook page, a new Twitter, a new Instagram, a new YouTube channel under the Sick Podcast Leafs Leafs Talk with Chad and Dale. So everything is going to be new. Except for the show will be relatively the same. We're still, if you yeah. think for a second we're not going to talk about tip ins and mustaches, come on now. Who, who's, who, what, give your head a shake. Yeah. Come we, on now. We made sure that was in the contract. 100%. Got to be there. 100%. It's the same show. It's just a different name and a different platform, a different feed. 
but it's the same. It's me and Dale. It's the same show. We just now we just have help. We have somebody working behind us, someone posting the social media, someone doing the YouTube, someone helping us to book guests, someone advertising the name, putting it out there. Just it just felt like the right move at this time. Should I show the new logo? So if look people... at this. Leafs talk, a nice homage to Andy Frost boys. That's why Dale picked Leafs talk. Not only that, Chad, it was more along the lines of all the podcasts they're doing. They title like there's a Habs podcast they do. They call it Habs talk. There's a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast they do. They call it Steelers Steelers talk. No, but when they when they upload the episodes, it's each episode is called like Steelers talk number one. Steelers talk number two. They do a Chicago Bears podcast. It's called Bears talk, and then just the number of the episodes. So it just made sense to go. With Leafs talk, and that's true. Andy Frost. I mean, let's be honest here. Like we both grew up on that show, man. Oh man, I used to call into that show all the time. I, I hated when that show went away. But here is the. Should I show the new logo now or save it? Just so people can, if you're watching this on YouTube, that you'll know what to look for if you're like looking. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Here, here's the new. Oh, it's going to be too bright in my lights. Oh, there it is, kind of. The sick podcast, Leafs talk. There it is, folks. That's what you're going to be looking for. You come across that, it's going to be Chad and myself. You're so lucky there was no porn on the screen when you held your phone up. Yeah, I know. Like it's 50-50. It was definitely 50-50. <laughs> it was absolutely 50-50. But uh, look, man, like, so we're going to run through some classic segments tonight because this happens to be our final Tip in Maple Leafs podcast episode. So if you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching this on Facebook or if you're listening to the audio podcast on apple or spotify tomorrow monday whenever you're listening to this to come labor day weekend just after we're going to start doing new episodes under the new name the sick podcast leafs talk with chad and dale so the tip in account will still be like active i guess kind of or maybe it won't be i don't know probably it won't be actually but or, or the episodes will still stay on there the old episodes right yeah all the old episodes will still be there on that feed Okay. There won't be any new ones posted to it. So there won't be any new ones. So to find us for next season going forward as we try to grow and get a little larger, that's what she said, that's our whole plan here, that uh, you'll be looking for, if you're looking for us, you're going to be looking for the sick podcast, Least Talk with Chad and Dale on Apple and wherever you listen. We're, we're, we're still going to be on all, on all platforms. We might even we'll post, be on more platforms. We'll post all the, all the ways to find us on the tip-in social media. As, as we get going, for sure, as we're just starting out and like firing out like a, the first couple episodes, 100% we will still continue to post to, um, yeah, 100%, man. Like the old, the old accounts, just so people can who maybe missed this episode or whatever. Like, I don't know what we're going to end up calling this episode. Maybe the final episode, maybe going out with a bang. Who knows? But uh, judging from the comments, we should call it onward and upward. That's what well, them say. I want, I want it to be titled something so that the people that are listening to the audio version get the fact that like, Oh, we, they need to like, maybe we should call the final episode. So they're like, what are they? What are they doing? So that Mike wants to know if we'll still be on YouTube. We will still be on. Yeah. YouTube. We'll have a new YouTube channel, and it'll also be way more active. They're going to cut up clips and post like four or five times a day. Yeah. Like after an episode that we do. So it'll be it, there'll be a new YouTube channel. We'll still be on YouTube, and it'll be more material to watch. 
A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. So with that being said, and we'll get more into it towards the end of the show before we sign off, but again, this is the final episode of the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. Our 160th episode. Four years we've been doing this, puppy. And uh, anyway, anything else you want to say before we get into it about like us moving over to sick media? Uh, no, I think that, that, you know, that lets it out and we'll just... Uh... See how it goes in the fall, and hopefully people still listen to us. <laughs> I, I will. I will say this before we move on to some some more lease talk and kind of like a greatest hits of the last four years here, best of, worst of. But look, if anybody wants to go, and this kind of helped us with the uh, just really being like, yeah, we should do this. We should take this opportunity. If you go on any of the sick media accounts, like if you check out YouTube or you check out their instagram sick media we're talking like millions of followers okay so they're they're based out of quebec this company but uh i mean they've got millions of followers across all of their platforms so if they can just help us you know down the road a little bit to try to get this to where we want to get it to it just seemed like the right move. And when you see how much work they put into all their stuff and what they're doing, we just felt like, you know what, this might be like, this might be the time to, to switch things up and take a chance and see how it goes. So that's what we decided to do. That's good. That's good. That's a good way to put it. So check okay. out in September, the sick podcast Leafs talk with Chad and Dale coming in a couple of weeks. We're going to start. First guest, first guest, Andy Frost, maybe, probably not, because he might be pissed about that. But um, we will be on. They have a, a Habs podcast, one of the most downloaded podcasts in the country, and we'll be on that podcast representing your Toronto Maple Leafs a lot this season. Yeah, it's one of the top. It's one of the top hockey podcasts in the country, man. Yeah. So let's like, move on. For sure. So let's move on and do some best of the tip in, but let's talk about the World Juniors first. Before, yeah, I, I just a little bit about the World Juniors. Like, so you, did you catch any of the game last night or not? Really, I, I did. I, I did. I caught uh, some of it. I actually missed the overtime goal, but like, okay, look, man, the tournament. I saw, it, I saw it. The tournament for the most part was like a thumbs down. Like people got sh- it's the summertime. Who wants to? Summer's winding down. The crowds were horrendous in Edmonton. It's the middle of August. What do you fucking expect, right? But last night, and obviously the hockey Canada turmoil and all that shit, right? But yeah. it's not these kids' fault, like, with all the past bullshit, right? It's got nothing to do with the, the kids that are playing on this team. So No, it's not their fault. So Finland-Canada gold medal game. Um, the game was fucking awesome. I watched the game from start to finish, and it was absolutely one doozy of a hockey game. Yeah, Canada... Well- Packed house. They finally got a packed barn out there in Edmonton. It was great. Oh, gold medal game. You know, gold good. medal game. Finally, people showed up to to check it out. But they, Canada, came out to an early two nothing lead. They were leading two nothing. The Finnish goaltender was playing absolutely outstanding. Stood on his head. Like that game could have gotten out of control real quick. But the Finnish goalie stood on his head. And but Canada led two one or sorry two nothing going into the third and then all of a sudden Finland just took it over in the third and they just kept coming and coming and coming and I'm thinking well here we go when the Finns come yeah it's like come on man it's, you can't stop it no you can't stop it so it's uh it was just like a river it, they just kept coming and you know what I thought they they might tie this, whatever. They end, they did end up tying it. The second goal was a beautiful setup by Leafs pro, uh, prospect 
is it top top i don't know how to pronounce his name toppy namelli is it namelli yeah we're gonna we're gonna ne- go no nimala is it nimala yeah it's nimala i think it is so anyway it, that's th- how i say it. i don't know no i think it is nimala so he set up the tying goal with an absolutely beautiful pass that kid looks fucking sharp man he looks really really good like he could he was their top defenseman on that team and assistant captain and he looked absolutely incredible they, so they almost had another goal there I oh, mean, well, they almost won it in overtime. It got onto the goal line there. Uh, was it Mason McTavish? Basically stopped it right on the goal line and got it out. He stopped it like twice. He hit it out of the air to stop it. Then it was like bouncing on the goal line, and he hit it again. Unbelievable. Absolutely incredible fucking play. I thought that was good night right there. But good night. anyway, then Canada comes back three on three in overtime, right? No shootouts. So it would have been just, it would have kept going three on three until someone scored. But uh, the Finns almost had it, man. But anyway, uh, that that Finnish defenseman that's the least prospect, very, dude, like that's a promising prospect. That kid looks like he's legit, like a top blue liner, not like a bottom five, six guy. This kid looks like he's going to be like a top. Yeah, he looks amazing. And Canada pulled it out in overtime, got the gold, packed house. It was nice to feel that, you know, again, see that. 100%, 100%. Okay, so, look, we're going to talk a little bit about Sandine not signing. We're going to talk a little bit about Dubas still hasn't made a fucking roster move, which is absolutely crazy as we sit here Sunday night, August 22nd. I have no idea, but we're going to get into that a little later. We're going to fire out, just because it is the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast final episode, we're going to go four or five segments deep here. Not necessarily about current Leafs conversations because this summer has been an absolute fucking snooze fest for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Snooze fest. Yeah, there's been nothing going on. Callie Yarncrock. Okay, great, bud. Thanks, a pant load. Thanks, Dubas. That should really be just like, okay, that's a. He's a good player. That, like, he's not putting them. He's not. Come on, man. Yeah, he's a good player, but that's not like, but that's not, not the it, move. It's no, not the move I'm looking for. No, it's not. It's not doing it. It's not moving the needle at all. No, it's not. But it's he's a good player. Nothing, sure, like they, they against them, but they no, like they they signed some good players, but okay, we'll get into it more. We're gonna do wet puck or dry stick later. We're gonna get into Dubas and Sandine, and maybe a little bit about the goalies first. But I don't see how we don't go right to our bread and butter. Just a tip, hundred percent. I mean, that's how we got here. Hundred percent, man. This is it, and that's how d- a lot of us got here. Some some of these segments will be carrying over to the new show, so don't think for a second that they're not. We're just going to have to rework a few things and maybe reword a few things. But, I mean, you think we're going to stop talking about tippins? I don't think so. Let's go to the saggy. Let's go to the saggy. Let's hit it. Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. So we thought, we thought with this Just the Tip... Um, because there's no hockey being played right now, we would go back over the last four years, and we talked about this, and we kind of listened to some old episodes, and there was a reoccurring theme. Oh, was there ever. There was one player who just seemed to always, always get the tip in. There was one standout amongst the rest. Not even not even close. It was not it, even close. It was this guy, and then everybody else in the world a far distant second. Mm-hmm. So good. And who am I talking about? Go ahead. Johnny Toronto. Johnny Toronto. JT. Johnny Tips. This guy. 
the master of the tip-in. The Leafs don't have a ton of guys that like hanging out in front of the net. They just don't. And they just haven't really over the past four seasons and that even, we've been doing this. Even if they've had guys that like to hang out in front of the net. They don't have the magic. Yeah, you have to have that magic to no matter what happens, you get the tip in. Look, man, he will put it in, and this is why he is the standout. Just the tip. It's John. We, we should just rename it John Tavares Tips. Like, he is incredible, man. However you want it done, he's going to do it. You want to, like, you can't even see it. It's going so fast, and it, it's the tip is going in so hard. No problem. You want it soft and smooth, and he's just going to put a little feather touch on that. No problem with that. However you want to do it. He, sneaky, you don't even see it coming? No. No. Sneaky. Like those, hard, tip, those tips where the, the play-by-play announcer announces the guy who shot it scored the goal, and they have to slow it down and watch on a replay, and then you just catch it at the last second. Look at that tip. That's right. Look that's right. That tip. So impressive. So there's no way that we could do a final tip-in episode without doing just the tip and have it be just all about how incredible John Tavares was. Like, let's be serious here. So yeah. had to get that in there. Anything else you want to add? Well, there'll be more to come in as we get going. Oh, like, yeah. you, you haven't seen the last tip-in from John Tavares. That is 100% no. guaranteed. We just, we've been doing the show for four years. We just wanted to give props to the best tip-in man in the world. That's JT, Johnny Toronto. Now we're going to do, over the past four years since we've been doing this show, hot in the slot or hit the showers. Who's been the best? Who has had the most nights of being hot in the slot? I think we all know who it is. Well, it's going to be interesting, though. We might have some different things with uh, hit, but who, hit the showers. Like, I know who I've sent to the showers. The well, most. I know who I wish I would have sent more, and I'm going to send him tonight for the final time. You want to hit the intro? Let's hit it hot in the slot or hit the showers. He's so hot right now. Oh, God damn it! Let's hit the shower! God damn it! Okay. So, this should be a no-brainer for Hot in the Slot. Oh, yeah. Like, although I feel like we would sometimes pick other guys because it's just so obvious about Mustache. But, let's be honest here. Like, if we're recapping the whole time we've been doing this show... It's mustache, man. Like, how could it not be number 34, Austin Matthews? Over the last four years we've been doing this, it's clearly Austin Matthews. We could give an honorable mention to to Mitch, probably would be the closest second. And maybe, I mean, we didn't really do the goalies a lot, but depending on the night, it could have been Freddie or it could have been Jack Campbell or whatever. Could have been Hutch. Stay tuned for more Hutch talk later, but... <laughs> We should have just said Hutch. <laughs> Wait, I got a great, I got a great comment here. Okay, this is from Reset Steam Seven Nine Five Undefined at Tip In Podcast. Hello, if you need real, free, and high quality service to increase your viewers, check StreamDetails.com. Top streamers already use it. That seems legit. I don't know if that's legit, man. But I, I, I think we should check that out. That's a t- that's on TikTok too, eh? No, I don't think you've ever put up no, a TikTok. T- that's Twitch. Or oh, Twitch. Sorry, fuck, dude. I don't. I'm not. I don't. No, I don't know. That's just that's just a scam I want to put up there. But do you want to do who would be in the showers? A hundred percent. I already know who I got, but I, I think I want you to go first on this one. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say it, it may be the right choice. It may be the wrong choice. But the guy I think I've sent to the showers more is Justin Hall. Justin Hall. 
So you think out he's of the kind of been my whipping boy for four years, man. Wow. Okay. I mean, he was up in the press box, but I've always just kind of felt like he's played too high in the lineup, or there's too much faith in him, and that's that's the guy. That's the guy for me. Okay. I don't think he'll be a Leaf when the season starts. But well, I do, but we're going to get into that in a couple more minutes here. But check this out. You just said something. I don't disagree with Ooh. that, but you just said Bochy something thinks, there. He thinks Matt Murray will be the hot-in-the-slot leader next year. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> more on that to come. But, look, you kind of just touched on something there about, like, he was in the press box and blah, blah, blah. Here's my hit the showers right here. Oh. We're going back to the olden days of the first couple seasons of the podcast. I and I'm not even, not even picking a player. I'm talking about... I'm talking Mr. Run the fucking laps before the media scrum himself. Mr. fucking Mike Babcock. What an absolute piece of garbage. Son of a bitch. This guy, I don't think he ever had an encounter in the showers with Eddie Belfort, but maybe that would have knocked some fucking sense into this guy because I'll tell you what, man. But why, can we pick coaches? Sure, why not? Okay. We don't. We hadn't done it really like under Keith and stuff because Keith has been decent. But look, if a GM or a coach needs to be put in the showers or even hot in the slot, then it needs to happen, man. What else do you want to say about it? Very like, true. Very true. <laughs> how can it not be Mike Babcock? Look, look at all the moves this guy made over the four years we've been doing this show. It well, the first couple seasons really. We used to have him be a main part of our intro. Do you remember how that used to go? He used to hit it hard, right? Or, yeah, he was like, he's like, you got to live right, eat right, party at night, right? <laughs> That's right. So Mike Babcock, absolute total douchebag when it came to doing total the media scrum. Total oh, hypocrite. Total hypocrite. fuck. Are you kidding You got to live right. You got to be a good person. Guess what? Guess who didn't live right? Guess who wasn't a good person? Mike Babcock. The, and I bet he didn't party at night, right, either. Zero chance. The guy, the guy, he would... He was a huge advocate for, like, mental health and stuff. He used to do, like, work with Landsberg and, like, yeah, Bell. on the Bell Let's Talk. Yeah, yeah. And then it comes out after he gets fucking fired that, what was he doing? Like, trying to set up players, like, sneak attacks and, like, throw them under the bus with other players on the team. Like, yeah, that's really going to be good yeah. for the well, team morale and mental health. And his whole track record coming into Toronto. Oh, you know, Mike, like the Mike, Mike Commodore. Mad oh, Mike, Mike Medano, Mike Commodore. Yeah. And then the shit he pulled with Mitch Marner and putting Justin Hall in the press box for 75 games. I'm not a Justin Hall fan, but nobody deserves to be scratched for 70-whatever games in a season. You can find a place during injury and stuff to play people. Without a doubt, man. And Hall's play like has slipped recently. but the well, season... I think they're just playing him too high in the lineup. No, no, okay, but the season after they fired Babcock, Chad, and when Hall became like a regular, it was like, where, where the fuck? He was... He was scratched for, like, 70 games. Babcock wouldn't even put him in. And then the next year, he goes and plays with Muzzin, and he's, like, a top yeah, four, top yeah, four fucking D-man. Played decent. Earned himself, like, a multi-year, like, $2 million per contract. So if Babcock was still around, he would have been fucking sayonara. No question about it. But anyway, it's Babcock for me. So he was the worst. He was the worst of right. the worst. I Adam commented what he did to Spezza first game. Oh fuck! Like it's that was on, that was a shitty thing. All Spezza's family comes in from Ottawa. Like see him play his first game as a Toronto Maple Leaf, and you healthy scratch him. I forget the guy that he even put in, but it was the guy who just disappeared like a nobody. Yeah, 
I for, might have been Jimmy Vesey for all we know. I'm not 100% sure. No, no. I no, forget, that was, I forget it, was, the, it was before that. I forget the guy's name. He was a fourth-line guy. Yeah, yeah. And it was because Spezza needed to learn some of the penalty kill stuff. Yeah, I'm sure that's whatever. really why. Like, how the fuck? I just can't. Okay. Anyway, Babcock. <laughs> Hit the showers. Whatever. Brutal. So we're just going to keep taking a trip down memory lane here, Chad. You got some wet pucker dry stick ready? I got some wet pucker dry stick ready. Okay, but maybe we'll hit the intro and then explain how it works for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah, let's hit it. Wet pucker dry stick. So basically how White Buck or Dry Stick works is we're going to ask each other a couple questions about the Leafs, about maybe stuff in the past, stuff going on in the future. If it gets a wet puck, well, that's good. That's golden. Nothing better. Nothing better than that. If it's a dry stick, that's no good. Nothing worse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than a dry stick. And that's basically how it is. It's basically like I like it or I don't like it. But instead of saying I like it or I don't like it, we say wet puck or dry stick. That's right. You got it. Yeah. All right. Why don't you start us off? All right. Well, I'm going to start off with Dale. Wet puck or dry stick? Rasmus Sandin is a Maple Leaf. It's game one, pretty much. I don't know if he'll play, if they'll sign him before training camp or if something happened during training camp. But when they start the season, is this guy on the team? Doesn't this, I didn't say traded. Is he on the team? This is such a difficult question to answer because I'm starting to think now, before I give you my answer, I just want to throw this out there. Yeah, yeah, throw it out. Are we heading towards a situation here? Are we heading towards Nylander 2.0? Like, are we approaching that here where this guy thinks that he's worth way more than he is fucking worth coming out of an entry-level contract? Like, what is Rasmus Sandin's fucking deal? What is his deal? Can you help me understand this? Like, what does this guy think he's worth? Like, what is it? Is it is it he doesn't see his spot in the lineup? Is it that he thinks that he's worth way more than he should be? Like, I don't know, let's say Lilligren, 1.5. That seems like a decent price tag. Yep. As a bridge deal, just take a two-year deal at 1.5 and let's go. What, yep. what's, what, what's Before I give you my answer, what what is the deal with this guy? Like, what is his fucking deal? I don't, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if he thinks he deserves more or if he's holding out for a long, like a longer term, not a bridge deal. Like maybe he wants five years, six years, something like that. Can't do that but right now. Can't. I think when Nylander held out a few years ago, he had more of a leg to stand on because he was a bigger part of the team. He was part of that four core of young guys or the three young guys at JT. Sandine hasn't really played. He's been hurt a lot. He's been healthy scratched. He's looked good. Yeah, sure. When he's played, he's looked good. But I don't, I'm with you. Where, where's this coming from? Like, take what's in front of you. You don't really have a leg to stand on here. So I'm going to go with this, but I'm going to follow it up with like asking you another question about Rasmus Sandin. Do I think that he will be in, what did you say, in camp or just playing game one or whatever? Game one. 
Okay, well, I don't know. I mean, it's a busy blue line right now, so I can't say for sure. I imagine part of him signing would be like, I want a fucking spot in that top six. I don't, I'm not coming in here to be seven. Like, if I earn my spot, I want fucking you. I, I want to be in over Justin Hall. Like, that's a fucking joke. So I get where he's coming from there. If he's got an issue with that, he should be in the lineup over Justin Hall. But will they get a deal done and he'll be in the, like, come training camp or whatever? I'm going to say wet puck. I'm going to say wet puck because he had to, he doesn't have any leverage. So I yeah, think, I, know. I think Dubas has learned here. That he like, Sorry, go well, ahead. He, well, he doesn't have any leverage. So like, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit till fucking Christmas like uh Nylander did and then wait? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. This kid needs to be playing, man. He already didn't play like during the COVID year and all that. Like he needs to sign and be playing. So barring a trade, which I don't think they have any interest in trading Rasmus Sandin. Do you? No, I don't think so. So, like, he's he's a he's gonna be a big part of that future on the blue line, him and Lilligren. So, I think when push comes to shove, they're drawing it out as long as they possibly can. But there's no leverage there. So, it, either he's not gonna play, or he's gonna take the best offer available, which will probably look very similar to Lilligren's offer. And I think he will that he will sign. Now, a follow up. To this, it was another wet puck or dry stick, but I might as well ask it now because it sets up perfect. But wet puck or dry stick, you're Kyle Dubas. Sandine and his agent aren't coming off where they're standing right now. Do you let him sit the whole year? Like that's the worst case scenario for all parties. But he didn't do it. Like with Nylander, I think last minute they kind of met in the middle. Uh, and maybe he paid a little more. Maybe he paid a little less. I don't know. But let's say Sandine's like, I want six years or nothing. And no. Dubas is like, well, I can only give you a bridge deal right now. Do you just let him sit? I think that's – okay, if he's not willing to sign a bridge deal and it has to be five or six that I don't know what the number is, I hate to say this, but I think – like, and if, if they're not willing – if Sandine's camp isn't willing to budge off of that, I think you have to look at a trade in that situation. I really do. If they're not willing to budge off of a five- or six-year deal – I, I I think you have to look at what a trade. About, in what that about situation. just what about just letting him sit, being like, okay. you know what, we're not going to trade you. Yeah, play a little hardball. I'm not I'm not opposed to that either, but I just don't see how that helps the Leafs or helps him because it doesn't help him at all. Like, the, his development he, will be shit if he's willing to sit, or if his agent suggests that he does, or whatever the case may be. If he's willing to sit until whatever, maybe even the whole year, that is bad. He's getting bad advice from somebody there. Because all that's going to, like, if you sit until Christmas or you miss the whole season, you, what, th- do you think the Leafs are then going to come rolling around with a four no. or five or six-year offer? And if, no. if Nylander taught anybody anything, like, if I'm a player, look at how hard it was for him that season. He never, ever caught up, and he's a pretty fit guy. and Basically, like, he missed the whole season because he yeah. sucked when he came back. He was brutal. He was two steps behind. He was playing in Sweden with some college teams or whatever, and, and uh he was doing off ice training, but he didn't. He missed training camp. He wasn't playing at the NHL. He was two steps behind the whole way. If I'm Sandine, I'm looking at that being like, I don't want to be that. But are you? I don't, I don't, I don't want to come back in November. I want this done by like September 20th, September 15th, or right now. Are you not a little surprised that it's drawn out this long? Because I am. I'm like, what the fuck is going on behind I, the scenes? I'm surprised here? nothing's happening at all, man. Like, do you like, think I, it's not just Sandine? They're no, I okay. The cap and. 
so I'm, I'm going to get into one here for you. But, like, yeah, just okay. before we move off Sandine, I, I, I just want to say, like, do you think that there is a chance that Sandine is looking at looking at this being like, okay, they've already got six top six right now. They sign Victor Mete. They sign fucking Jordy Ben. Where do I fit in this equation? Like, is Hall going to be out? So, like, where does he – I can see where he's coming from, kind of. But, like, it's not good. Like, it doesn't seem – it's not good. I, whatever's going well, on maybe, behind the maybe scenes, he is, want, maybe good. he wants a trade. Maybe and I okay, that's what I was going to say. Maybe, maybe he's, he's like sitting out, just you know, be, because he doesn't see a spot exactly. And he's like, okay, I'll just hold out for a better contract and push them into a corner to move me somewhere where I'm going to play. Could happen. Anyway, do you got a wet puck or dry stick for me? I just yeah. gave you two. Yeah. Okay. So I'll throw two, and then we'll we'll move on. Um, well, just straight up, man. We'll go to Dubas here. Will Kyle Dubas make a trade of? some kind for somebody or two pieces that are currently on the roster. I'm not talking about minor deals or whatever. We've yep. been down this road before a hall or a Kerfoot or somebody, a roster player Chad, He has not made a single move. He hasn't traded anybody off the roster. He's let guys go S- since Kadri. He had, well, no, like I mean, just the current core that hasn't been oh, able I know. to do it. But he, he hasn't had, done it since Kadri. He he, he, he has it. not traded a single piece off the roster. So, dude, wet puck or dry stick, Dubas will finally pull his head out of his ass and realize that he needs to make a roster move well, like cur- with a current he, player. He has to. He has to. They're Does over he? the they're over the cap. Okay, but you don't think that they could find a way to bury Simmons or bury Clifford, and then all of a sudden he's burying guess, money yeah, with the yeah. Marlins? There, there's always a there's always a way around. The so cap. are you are and you if a anybody wet, could do it? It's it's this. Are you a, are you a wet are you a wet puck that he will or dry stick? I'm won't? a wet puck that he will because okay, I, I feel like he's in a corner and has to. I just for the reasons I just explained, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm a dry stick on this. I don't see why Kyle Dubas now on August 21st or leading up until Labor Day or just after Labor Day until camp opens up. I see no sign of like why he would all of a sudden now wake up and be like, oh, well, now I is the perfect time to well, trade Kerfoot, or now is the perfect the time thing, to trade the Hall. Funny thing is, everybody's always saying trade Kerfoot, trade Hall. But if you look at the free agency list, I said this to you when we were talking on the phone. There are Kerfoots and Halls still available for much, much cheaper sure. on free agency. Why would you trade for Kerfoot and Hall right now if you're another GM? Why wouldn't you just go to the free agency? It doesn't cost you anything. You can get them for cheaper. So uh, he may be backed into a corner where he has to jump through hoops until the time is right. that he can so, may- so maybe he wants to. But he's just not having any success, or be like because of what you just said. There's other guys out there that teams could probably be like, well, this guy's a lot si- like this guy's pretty yeah, similar. You, to, you to could make Kerfoot. the case exactly. You could make the case. Well, that guy's not as good as Kerfoot. He's not as versatile. He doesn't do this. But the fact is, if you're a GM and you're just looking for a third line winger or centerman or sort of a player like Kerfoot, you can find one on the open market. Like, take a look at the free agency list. There's guys similar to Kerfoot for a hell of a lot cheaper. You're not paying three million for him against your cap, so. So we'll see. For so I'm going to go dry stick on it though. I, I think that maybe Dubas does want to, but there's not really even a huge part of me that thinks he does want to because he loves his own guys. And I think you might see a scenario that's more likely with him trying to bury money in the minors than actually trading one of his boys like Hall or Kerpa, which I think is fucking insane. But anyway, I think if if they plan on going into the season with. 
a second line of Kerfoot, Tavares, and Nylander. I don't love that look at all, at all. No. I would I would be trying to upgrade Kerfoot on that wing big time. But you got you got another one for me? Yeah, I got one more quick one here before we go. And we might have touched on this the last time we did wet puck or dry stick, but because it's our final episode before we start doing a new show, I thought I might as well retrack, uh, backtrack here and throw this out again. Matt Murray, our boy, not our boy, Matt Murray. Matt Murray's past injuries will come into play so much. It will play, it will play <laughs> such a factor. How many games does he end up playing this year before Ilya Samsonov becomes the starting goalie? Let's say Christmas. Will Matt, Will Samsonov be the starting goalie by Christmas? Uh, Wet puck or dry stick? Dude, well, come on. Come I, on. It's Think about puck. it. I, I, is, is Murray even healthy for training camp? Like can't, I heard, can't guarantee it. I heard. I he, don't know. I heard when they signed him, he wasn't fully healthy. Like he no, wasn't able to I, start at that time. Is that gone? I don't know. Well, he clearly Samsona maybe the starter in October. <laughs> could be. Like yeah, that could be. Like I'm not. I'm not. There's no part of me that's convinced that Murray starts game one because he might not make it out of camp healthy. Like there were there was such a detailed background into like the doctor's uh, medical information and shit before they made the deal with the senators about Murray and seeing where he was at concussion wise and obviously groin wise and what have you. Yeah. So absolutely groin. Forget Christmas, man. He might not even be in the net game one. Yeah. And I'm not even joking when I say that. No, and I. But there is a small chance this dude could come out of the gate hot as shit and. It's possible, but it's very unlikely. But I, I had a cu- I had a couple more, but we'll we're save them for the new show. Yeah, we're hopeful, but we're being we're being realists here. Okay, we're save so. them for the new show. And if you're just tuning in now to the live stream, just once again, we'll recap the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast is stopping after this episode, and me and Dale have moved on to the Sick Podcast Leafs Talk with Chad and Dale. Starting in September, you can find us there. For sure, man. So one last time, I don't see how we could do a final episode without hearing from our boy, Eddie Belfour. Oh, yeah. Belfour Spirits, available nowhere. We're going to be coming right back after this ad, and we're going to go right into the Eagle's Nest. We might have to explain that quickly, for because that was a newer segment towards the end of the season. But it's all goalie talk for the next five minutes, folks. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, Ed Belfour here. Belfour Spirits. Making some of the best whiskey in the world. Uh, we've been at this for uh, five years, going on six years. And this is family operated. We go to work every day. We work on every aspect of this business. We take great pride, you know, at watching people drink our whiskey and, and that big smile on their face. And they're like, wow, this is really, really good. That's what's so awesome is when you see those people loving your whiskey. And it's like when I played a game and at the end of the game, you know, they're chanting my name. We just want to make really great tasting whiskey, and that's that's our goal. And, you know, as it ages, it's only going to get better. We're very proud of that. Buy a bottle, and I'll sign it for you. Buy two, I'll help you drink the second one. Have a great day. Belfour Spirits, baby. Belfour Spirits. Am I ever going to miss that guy? Let's go right into it. Eagle's Nest, ready? Let's do it. Eddie the Eagle, great name. And watch Belfour stick. Wow. All right, Piggy. <laughs> Come on out, Piggy. And put it right up into his face there, and Belfour's not going to take that. Wham! Right there. He came up high. And here it comes. 
And the eagle's all over him. I bet you if you pop those jeans off, you're going to find a sweaty hog. How in the world did he make that save? He's pulling stuff now. Wow. All right, Piggy. <laughs> Come on out, Piggy. What better name than Eddie the Eagle? So? Want to do a quick recap of this segment, or do you want me to? You do the recap of this segment. i got to fix something on my volume. Okay, so super quick here. Here's how it works. This is just a straight goalie segment. We're going to just maybe talk about, over the past four seasons, maybe our best and worst goalies. Here's that three-tier rating system all based around Eddie Belfour. The top is Spread Eagle. That's Eddie Belfour winning the Stanley Cup with the Dallas Stars. We got second-tier rating is a stiff hawk. Guess what that is? That's Eddie Belfour starting his career off with the Chicago Blackhawks. Shout out. (laughs) And bottom tier is an absolute sweaty hog. And that basically has nothing to do with Eddie Belfour. That basically is just Peter Mrazek from last season. Yeah. So what do you want to do with this? Do you want to know? Are we going to go back to the four years or just do the goalies this year? No, like, well, we, there's no, I, do you want to just, okay, do you want to, do you want to just go like who we thought the best goalie was over the past four years and who we thought yeah. the worst goalie was? Yes. Yes. Okay. And we'll just, and then we'll just grade them. Yep. Okay. So go ahead then. We'll see. Like we might have two different ones or we might not. We might agree. I think the, the best goalie's been over the, our time here on the tip-in has been Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson without a doubt. But what would you grade him? Like if I had to do spread eagle, it's stiff not. Hawk. Yeah, it's not a spread eagle, man. Oh, but stiff hawk, stiff hawk, stiff. He hawk. was Come. there. He faced a lot of rubber. Never nominated. He did. Never, and he saved their ass a bunch of times. But never nominated for a Vesna. He did make some All Star appearances. Never, never won the. Never won the big game. Never won the big game. So, but a but a solid goalie without a doubt. And yeah. it's a stiff hawk for me. Right beneath. Fred would be our boy, Jack. It would be our boy, Jack, right? Yeah. Like, Jack oh, was yeah. great, man. Jack came out of nowhere, and he was – but I'd put him the same, like Stiff Hawk. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with the Stiff Hawk. So the, in the last four years that we've been doing this, it's absolutely been Freddie and then Jack. Those were the two guys, the two best goalies we've seen in the net for the Toronto Maple Leafs now. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. This could go any direction. You go ahead, man, because there's literally like you could go. There's so many different places you uh, can go here. See, I kind of I didn't know we were doing this. So I kind of listed like players. And now I just got to pick one. So you don't. You can just throw out a list no, if you no, want. Gonna, I don't care. I'm gonna pick one. I really want to pick Hutch. <laughs> can't just can't do it. But I can't do it, man. No. I, just, I just can't do it. I don't know. No. You go. Let me let me think about this. Well, the worst that I've personally seen, I'm like, it would be I could put a tie in there. I think like like they had to have played more than a, just a couple games. Yeah, like okay, well during Fred's run, like he really had McElhaney for the most part, and then all of a sudden, like for me, it would come it would come Jer- down to Jerry see, Sparks. It's either Jerry Sparks or, yeah, it's, had, or it's Peter Morazic. Yeah, I see. I had both on my list. Those are the two guys, man. And but we're I, talking. I was going to do a thing. Like, I was going to pick Hutch as, like, because we Alex. made fun of Hutch on the show, but he actually bailed the team out quite a bit. Hutch played better than Morazic at times, and yeah. he played better than Sparks at, at times. Garrett so. Sparks was probably one of the biggest letdowns. I mean, he won he won the AHL championship. He looked great. He came into the NHL, and he just 
super cocky coming in too. Uh, oh, and he was so bad. I, I don't even know where he's playing now. He's down. Is he down in like the East Coast Hockey League? I don't know. He was in Vegas. I'm not sure if he's moved on from there or not. But I don't know. I have no idea. But he was. It, that was one of Dubas's worst moves. Letting oh, McElhaney go and not really solidifying the backup and just I I, Jerry, I, Jerry I do take it over. I do understand it though. Like they're if if it's ever if you're ever going to promote a guy, they're coming off of the Calder Cup. Like that would have been the time. Like what message does it send? Like to well, you just won the ultimate prize in the AHL. We have no time for you. Right, but I think at the time, coaches. People around the team were like, he's not ready for the NHL. But Dubas sort of stuck to his guns, yep. traded McElhaney or let McElhaney walk, and then was like, it's going to be Jerry Sparks. And even, even though there was probably a lot of people being like, eh, I don't know about this. So let's just say it. Jerry Sparks and Peter Morazic, unless I'm forgetting somebody here, I don't know. I could be. They were, they were the sweatiest hogs of the last four years. Absolute sweat hogs, these guys, man. Like, you, like, drenched. Absolutely groins drenched, man. Absolutely soaking wet. And that is just not a fun experience for anybody. Trust me, I speak from experience. I used to play the position. Huge sweaty hog over here. Oh, yeah. You are the sweatiest of hogs. <laughs> no. On a- no. On a good night. On a good night. On a, on a good night, yeah. On a good night. So anyway, I guess that's that's it for the Eagles Nest. That might be a segment we take with us over to uh, the Sick Podcast. Oh, yeah. We're going to take some of these saggies over 100%, man. Yep. Oh, well, this is, someone said Samboni Driver, but he didn't He didn't play. No, for he the, didn't play for the Leafs. He beat the Leafs. Yeah. But he, that, was a, that was a sweaty hog of a night that night. And Peter Morazic, was, he was one of the goalies that got hurt. Yeah, because his, his hog was too sweaty. He had to get the hell out of there. He's like, I'm out of here. Carolina still won that game, man. That is fucking unbelievable. I know. I know. Let's not talk about that. No. Better it's, days ahead. Better days ahead. Summer. Okay, anyway, we're coming up to the last segment of the night here. Yeah, so we're going to do a tip-in, tip of the week, and then we'll talk again a little more about the Sick Podcast and how you can follow us, and we'll wrap it up. So let's do the tip-in, tip of the week, the tits. Tits. I mean, tips. And now for the porn. So first I want to lay down on the counter, and what's going to happen is I want to take just a moment, and I want to make myself nice and wet, and you know what else? I always like to use that wonderful porn. Oh, gosh. Look at that. I love that. Delicious. I can go all the way to the bottom and not make a mess of my nice, pretty pink. Whoop. But you know what? Now it's taste time. Tips. I mean, tips. All right, Dale. I am going to miss that. I am going to miss that intro. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that intro is going to go. But I, uh, it's this this is all you. This is your tit. The the segment will. A lot of these segments will probably stay, but the intros will be different, and it'll just have a different look and whatever. But it'll still be you and I yapping about. all the same stuff. They'll but be more anyway. professional, like with an actual voiceover person. And- 100%. Maybe not as cool, but a little more professional for a sure. A little more professional. A little more professional. So look, man, the tip in tip of the week this week is, haven't done one of these in quite a while, is that, look, we hope that everybody, don't don't bail on us now. Okay, we're just getting started. Here's the here's the tip, folks. Follow us over to the new show. 
you will not regret it. We are going to be, you know, Chad and I feel like we're we're in a groove with doing this show and we're just going to you haven't seen anything yet. So the tip is don't bail on us now. Follow us over to the new show. You won't regret it. It's going to be better than ever. And like I said off the top, don't think for a second. We're mustache talk, tip-in talk, not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. So that's the tip, Chatty. Just if you're listening out there on the audio version or on YouTube or wherever you're listening, just because we're going to now be called something different, the sick podcast, Least Talk with Chad and Dale, the show is still going to be off the fucking charts. Possibly we're going to up our game to a whole different level. Follow us over there. You won't be disappointed. That's the tip, Chad. What do you think? I like it. I like it. And I just want to take, I don't have a tip for anybody, but I just want to take the last few minutes of this podcast. I want to thank everybody that has listened to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast from the very first episode to catching on just recently to whatever it was that brought you over to listen to me and Dale. We appreciate it. We're just two Leaf fans who decided that we wanted to talk about the Leafs and record it. And we're so glad that people tune in and listen and download the podcast. And we really, really hope that when it grows over at Sick Podcast, everyone who was there from the beginning comes with us and grows with us. Because, you know, we all want to grow together. That's what she said. 100%, baby. So, yeah, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody for, for tuning in. Now, before we go... I also wanted to say a little special thank you to some of our friends, friends of the show, let's say, over the last four years. Help me out if you want, Chad. It's yeah. it's, it's not that short a list. Eddie Belfour, thank you very much. Our boy, Hutch. How can we put Hutch with a sweaty hog? He's our boy. Come on, let's be serious. I know. Hutch, you're our boy, man. We love you. Right in the brunt. Little Bunting, thank you for all the content. Yes. Real big fan of that. Also, thanks to the guy we met in Barrie at Edgefest, Molson Park, because we probably wouldn't have even been doing that segment right in the brunt or anything. Well, I, about I it. probably wouldn't even know to this day what a brunt is nope. if it wasn't for that guy. But if anyone hasn't what. heard that story before, we were outside a motel. There was a guy. We were 19 years old, maybe 18 years old. And there was a guy sitting there. On maybe those, six, Maybe 16. Maybe 16. There was a guy <laughs> sitting there on one of those circular motel colorful chairs with his girlfriend and then he he asked us hey you ever uh, you guys got girlfriends we're like sure you ever give it to her in the brunt right in the brunt right in the brunt and i was like i don't i looked at dale and i was like i don't know what that is no i think we both were like yeah man of course all the time like 100 <laughs> percent. we didn't what know doing? what it was no but we didn't want to say like no to this guy this guy was a uh, no he was mean yeah we're like right in the brunt but 100 percent. he was one of those guys that like he when he, he was smoking a dart and when the dart was just about to finish. He pulled out another dart and lit it with the with, dart that with was the, just finishing. That's the that's exact the type, type that's of That's the guy. type of monster we were dealing with here. 100%. I love that, man. <laughs> Trip down memory lane here. Couple more shout-outs before we go. I don't know how we couldn't thank Tony Danza, who's the boss. He has been an all-time classic over the last four Tony years. Danza. Who is the boss, Tony Danza? Also... Don't see how we could wrap this puppy up without mentioning the Seaver family. <laughs> Mr. Seaver, Mike, and Boner, even though he's not part of the family. But Boner, we should, actually, Boner. We should, take, we should take Boner more than the Seaver family. Right. Yeah. Mike. Come on, Mike. do it. Do it, Mike. Jack. Boner. Mike. Hey, Mr. Seaver. Hey, Mr. Catter. 
So huge shout out to the Seaver family. Thanks for all the content there. Don't know how we could say, I don't know how we could leave without saying thank you to Emilio Estevez. <laughs> That's more you. Well, come on, man. I already told you what his deal was. The flying V, like you thought it was a hockey move. It's not. No, it, no, it is a hockey move. You thought for 25 years there was a flying vagina, but it's not. No, I thought we came to the conclusion that it was like when he was yelling over the, like he wasn't oh, yelling right, on the ice. Right. He was he yelling, was yelling over... at the moms in the stands. That's right. So yeah, we came, we wrapped that up. We put a bow tie on that pup. And Yeah. And the reason he said Charlie is because Charlie's mom was the That's one. That's right. That's right. He's like, Charlie, flying V. So shout out Estevez. We're really, go, we're wrapping it up here. How could we not say a sweet thank you going back to the old days here? Mike Ricci, the Reach Dog himself, with his duct tape flip flops hitting softball home runs at fucking P- in Peterborough. I can't even remember Lakeview Bowl or whatever it was called. Morrow Park. No, it wasn't Morrow Park. Oh, East City Bowl. East City Bowl. East City Bowl. East City Bowl. Mike Ricci, the best hair in the history of the National Hockey League. Let me just keep it going here. I know we're running out of time. Yeah, no, no, keep going. Back when we used to really hit the mustache content hard. We had a couple top fives, and this guy came number one each time. And I'm talking about Wade Boggs, baby. <laughs> That's right, he did. Got to thank Wade. Wade Boggs, we couldn't have done it without you. The entire cast of Saved by the Bell, especially Preppy. I think we had Preppy on for a little inter, a little one-on-one interview doing during the COVID down days. Remember hey, that? He talked about his acting and how he gets into character and... And how he also fucked Lisa Turtle. Yeah, and how he fucked Lisa Turtle, yeah. Absolutely love that guy. Uh, I'm winding it down here, but Michaela? Yeah, okay. How can we not <laughs> give a shout-out to Michaela? Now, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you should fucking know. <laughs> Michaela. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. She was incredible. And last but not least, going way back to the early days, like a day oneer used to be on the fucking intro for the podcast I'm talking about. All right, all right, all right. Mr. Matthew McConaughey. This guy is one of the, if not the coolest motherfuckers that's ever walked the face of this earth, man. Matthew McConaughey, friend of the show. All right, all right, all right. We, we had a little interview with him da- during the down COVID days, too. Remember those days? Yeah, when the, the whole season just paused, the whole world paused. How, and we were lucky enough to get, like, Zach Morris on and Matthew McConaughey. Like, what the hell, man? We had a... We, absolutely hit the jackpot jackpot on that but so before we go chris just commented and i just want to respond to this he said i'm really interested in hearing you guys talk about other teams in the nhl in general we'll still we'll still be we're still just a leafs podcast so it's called leafs talk chris come on man like it's called least it's going to be called like the sick podcast leafs talk oh yeah and he also says you gotta thank angval's mom Oh, how did I forget that one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, she was great, too. Yeah, we thank her twice. Yeah. But uh, it'll be mostly Leafs, but because it's under a podcast network that has other hockey podcasts, we we will go on those shows. Yeah, for sure. And we will be the guys going on there representing your blue and white. So we'll be getting chirped by Montreal hosts about Toronto, and we've got to – they don't know – they. They haven't met their match yet because no one knows tip-ins like Chad and Dale. No, I don't think there's anybody on in the history of – no, no. 
<laughs> Nobody watches that close. Also, another thank you to Engvall's mom. Anything else you want to say? No, man, but uh, I just had to throw in those thank yous at the end, shout outs, because they've all been like favorites. Like, will some of those people continue with us on they've the new been, show? They've been reoccurring themes on the podcast for yes. four years. And I think, is there a strong chance that that will continue? Very strong, I would say. Very, very strong. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, man. But, for, but, again, but sorry, Chad, but for real, though, like I was obviously joking there with a lot of those people. Like, but we've just had fun with that over the years. But for real, thank you for real to everybody that's tuned in and been a part of like listening, watching over the last four years, super appreciate it. And like helping the podcast grow, like absolutely really, really appreciate it. And just again, before we go and before Chad like signs off here, we both hope that you will follow us over to the new show. We would really appreciate it. And uh, we hope to see you there. Yeah. So in September, the sick podcast, Leafstock with Chad and Dale. Look for it. We'll post it on all our social medias. Find us. It's going to be a great season. Go Leafs, go. And until, I don't I don't want to say next time, until next podcast, we will. Just after Labor Day, baby, we'll be back doing a few introduction podcasts before training camp opens on the new, our new podcast home. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you come and, and find us there and should be a very interesting upcoming season for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Looking forward to it. All right, everybody. We will. Catch you later. Take it easy, everybody. Catch you later. 